0: Welcome to The Professor's Podcast, where we discuss the best strategies to massively improve the reach and bottom line of your business in the current virtual and economic landscape. Your host, Howard Tai, generates over $5 billion for his clients annually using innovative tactics both on and off Amazon.
1: Hey everyone, Hurricane Liz here back for another Professor's Podcast and One thing that is going to be clearly apparent is that we are missing the professor himself today. He's headed out to the Billion Dollar Summit, and as usual, he's combing the globe to try and get the very best speakers for his mastermind, which is coming up October 4th and 5th in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I will give you guys details on how to find out more about that. But I'm still excited. The show must go on, and today with me, I have one of the speakers that has literally electrified people every single time he's spoken, even when in attendance, the tips and tricks that he gives and kind of just talking about his businesses has made us all smarter just as a result of even being associated with him and even being in the same room with him. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce him here. And we'll still talk a little bit about how we will talk about how you guys met. I think we did cover that before, but uh, none other with me today here is Matt Altman, who we called previously the supplement king. Now, Matt, I know that that's obviously one of the particular niches you specialize in, but I mean, you're, you're literally, you've got quite a bit of different niches because you've gone from starting retail arbitrage, you know all about that. And you've started literally from the ground up. So you truly do know almost every aspect of Amazon, which is really a unique trait among high-level Amazon sellers because there's not many of them that started literally from the ground up and have been able to build multiple eight-figure and nine-figure companies just because of all the knowledge they've acquired. So tell us a little bit more about if that's still the area that you like to be in, which is supplements, or if there's a couple other areas that you're enjoying as of late.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely still in supplements, the margins are too good to get out of it, but definitely venturing out into a little bit of everything else because it is just super highly competitive no matter what you're doing. But for really the last two years, what I've been focusing on is growing my agency. So we, we manage about 5 million a month in ad spend and representing about 140 accounts right now between vendor and seller central. And kind of what we've been doing is bridging that gap between traditional Amazon agencies that are coming over from like a Google PPC type of agency relationship and kind of mixing in some of these gray hat tactics to really ramp up sales for brands that you probably see on the shelf at Target and other like Fortune 500 companies.
1: Yeah and you know going and talking about a little bit more about your agency so you know there's there's quite a bit of agencies to choose from out there what do you feel differentiates your agency other than obviously the ridiculously huge amount of profits that you've made and you've been associated with, what else differentiates your, differentiates your agency among the others out there?
0: I think the biggest thing that differentiates us is like we were helping some other brands originally find agencies, and that's kind of what got me into it was the pricing structure. Either they want to commission a profit or sales, and it's just not worthwhile because the Amazon flywheel, once it takes off, it takes off, and you really aren't doing that much more to put into it. So we restructured our pricing model to where everything is based on hours and hours used. We don't bill you any of the upside. It's just however many hours we put in that month is what you're being billed for. So you get a lot of efficiencies and we try and keep it as fair and honest as can be with an agency relationship.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like you said, very fair. Now, I know you mentioned that obviously you guys do a lot of Amazon PPC, but is there any other type of services that you specialize in when it does deal with Amazon in general? Is it just Amazon PPC or are you doing external traffic too?
0: So we're doing literally everything, external traffic, we're doing rebate buys, we're doing like remarketing funnels by getting customer data. There's still loopholes on how to get it. We're doing things outside of Amazon, pushing like just general Facebook traffic, Google ads to Amazon. And then we also do do mainly right now, our biggest marketplace is Instacart by far. It's where all the big money's going in CPG right now.
1: So yeah, t- tell me a little bit more about Instacart. Like how is Instacart how are you implementing that or how are you doing that and you're, is, is it something that you are doing for clients? Is is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's something we're doing for clients. Basically what we saw is a lot of our Amazon clients are actually like food or grocery related items that you could find on the shelf at Whole Foods. So when Whole Foods started Whole Foods Prime now about almost a year ago now, almost 50 to 60% of their sales instantly switched over. You can't advertise Whole Foods listings. You can't run search, find buys behind them. And it basically killed their Amazon business. So what we did is we helped them restructure the money, send it elsewhere to Instacart, to Thrive Marketplace, places like that, where these search, find, buy tactics still do work. You can get to the very top of search, and then we're injecting some ad spend on the platform behind those.
1: Wow. I wasn't even aware that you, what kind of ad spend are you sending to Instacart? Is it more than
0: Amazon ad spend? It's, it's probably five to 6 million a month. Wow. That's
1: amazing. Yeah. That's definitely some next level stuff that not a lot of people are talking about. I mean, people are still so preoccupied with how do we get this product ranked on Amazon? What are the new things happening? But that's definitely some next level stuff. I'm not sure if you're aware of this or I'm not sure if Howard told you this, but The top speaker at this event, which is going to be held October 4th and 5th, is going to get $7,500 in cash. They can go crazy with it. They can go gambling with it. They can do whatever in the heck they want with it. What are some of the things that you've thought about possibly talking about at this event in order to take that prize home?
0: Yeah, definitely. I think the the biggest thing that we've found, obviously, everyone kind of knows about Google links at this point. They work, they will get you ranked no matter what. But if your listings aren't up to par, if you don't have enough reviews, you're not going to stay at the top no matter what you do. So we've initiated about four different tactics that will guarantee you reviews before you launch and continue to get you 30 to 40% review rates after you launch. And then the other big component that we've really been driving on is still getting the customer data through some of the APIs and some of the apps that still have access and really focusing down on using them for your search find buys because they like your product anyways, you don't have to give them a full rebate and then continuing on just to get those rankings and subscribe and saves up on those replenishables because we've seen that's been the biggest driver of maintaining top rankings plus uh, Amazon's choice badges.
1: Yeah, that's all exciting stuff. I'm certainly interested to hear that. I've not even heard anybody even touch on that. The majority of the speakers that we've heard thus far are going to be talking about external traffic tactics, things that go on with TikTok, the Google Display Network, and a lot of different types of external traffic that I've never really heard many people speak about. I think there's the Wolf, they call him the Wolf um, Mayor. He's going to be talking about GDN in great detail. So I think that's gonna be an excellent supplement. Now, let me ask you something. A a while back before we were at one of these events, you were actually at the event, you talked about a form of traffic that very few people were using. And it was one of Howard's absolute favorite tips. Are you still using podcast traffic? And if so, how is that going for you?
0: We are. So our agency, Right Set Up, actually manages, I think we're the largest podcast agency now in the US for marketing wise, but we send almost all of our nationwide Amazon clients that are in store as well through podcasts. We're seeing five to six X returns on everyone that we run. And basically, what we're using it for is to fuel our search find buys. So we're sending them to a landing page, and we're walking them through the process. We're giving them an offer they can't refuse because that's how you get people with podcasts. And then we're getting our buys and truly net new customers that will probably come back and buy again because they expressed interest in the first place.
1: Yeah, that sounds exciting. You know, one other thing that you do that that I find exciting. I mean, obviously, I don't know if other people are going to find that it's exciting, but uh, you and I have some very similar hobbies that we like to do on the side. And it's kind of funny, but you talked about on the last time we had you on this podcast, that you were reselling things like Pikachu or Pokemon Game Boys. What's the the thing that you're doing now, Matt? I guess it's kind of like one of those things where it's always exciting to hear what you got going on because you really truly like to keep your nose in the thick of things and you just love reselling for the game of it.
0: So I do this every year. Legos highly valuable. Made more money on Legos than stock market in like the last three years. Is that the advent calendar? Yes. So I buy pallets of these and just store them at my warehouse. And then you resell them three to four years later for about 10x what they sold for originally.
1: Yeah, that's Lego advent calendars are one of the best. I think they also have a Harry Potter advent calendar. Do they not? They do.
0: Yep. I've got a Harry Potter one. They have a Marvel one. They've got all kinds of them now. But they're limited release, they'll sell out very quickly and then always go up in value
1: yeah that's amazing you know which brings me to another question like obviously everyone out there is going nuts like there's so many different like sh- you're also a sneaker head which is a uh, another fun thing like obviously to get a lot of pair of shoes can be rather challenging with the uh way that they do the what are they called i even forgot it off the top of my head the draws or what do they call them were the drops
0: yeah Drafts? i've got some yeah. bots that we're using yeah. to snap some of those up
1: yeah so uh, let me ask you this the biggest thing right now, obviously, I'm, I'm pretty sure people that will listen to this podcast will have somewhat of an interest in this. What do you think right now about the big NFT craze going on? And do you see it ever somehow being involved, especially like the one area that I think, and I did see that Dior is going to have the first like luxury NFT drop that they're planning. But do you ever see that becoming somehow mainstream in retail? And if so, just give me your thoughts on what you're doing in that market, if anything.
0: So I, I absolutely hate NFTs, to be fully honest. I am very much, if you can't tangibly hold it, it's worth jack shit, so don't be buying them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people, there was just a pack of 100 board eight yacht clubs that sold for $24.4 million through Sotheby's. Did you see that?
0: I it did. It, it's nuts.
1: Yeah, I, was, I just couldn't believe it when I saw the price, but I think it's either 101 or 111 board eight yacht clubs and it was 24.4 million on Sotheby's. I was kind of shocked, but I mean, there's a lot of celebs buying it. There's a lot of celebs that have bought CryptoPunks. Visa or MasterCard just bought a CryptoPunk. And like I said, Dior is launching their first crypto, uh, I mean, they, they, they are launching their first NFT, which you know Dior all, always seems to be at the cutting edge. Like they just, they also launched the first Dior Jordan, which was the first mm-hmm. luxury Air Force One Jordan. And now they're launching a second red and black one. So how do you feel about the Dior Jordans at least?
0: Love them. I've got a pair. I'll wear them to the event.
1: (laughs) Fantastic. I I also have a pair, so I will also wear them to the event so we can be matching. That'll be like one of, I don't think it was like, what is it, 55,000? Is it 55,000? I can't even remember how many. I think so, yeah. Yeah, well, fantastic. That That sounds like a lot of fun. But let's get back on Amazon. I know I got a little off track, but I do know that you love the game of buying and selling. So for some reason I thought, hmm, Matt might actually be in the NFT game. That would be very logical thing, but I see what you mean. You're a stock market guy. You believe in being able to hold something tangible, especially when you know you can get a 10X on things like Star Wars
0: Legos. Exactly. So,
1: all right, let's get back to Amazon. Let me ask you this question. So since the last time that you attended the live event, which I believe was Cabo San Lucas back in February, like over almost a year and a half ago, all the buzz was about chatbots. How you feel about chatbots now? I do see some people still using them. Some people have lived and died by chatbots, but how do you see those going right now? Do you still in your agency use them somehow or have you gone a completely different method?
0: So we still use them, but very limited. We've formulated a way, set up our own landing pages and are running through our own like deal clubs and things like that. We have clones to rebate key that we use. We've got like three of them right now that are fully automated. So we, we tend to do that more than anything. The only thing we're really using Messenger for is when we're pulling those customer lists and retargeting, we're putting them through there just to get search find buys if needed. But most of the time, we're still redirecting that traffic back to our own landing pages because it's just a better, easier process and you don't have any of the Facebook headaches.
1: Right. And with that being said, is that where you see or where do you see the next generation of ranking?
0: I honestly think the next generation of ranking is whoever figures out the outside traffic sources. Like we we mix and match all kinds of outside traffic. We're always testing things and to be honest like we truly have no idea what's working what's not because you get different results every single time. But there's got to be a code and whoever cracks it's going to definitely win big time.
1: Yeah, and I definitely think it's going to be exciting to see. We've got all these different speakers that are each focusing on one thing or another. It's going to be exciting to see if any of them have actually created tests or just like tests that just involve that form of traffic. Um, That will certainly be very beneficial. And that's one of the reasons why I'm excited to attend this event. And, you know, usually we have Howie here joining us, Matt. So I'm pretty much out of questions. Is there anything else you wanted to add, like how people will be able to contact you if they are interested in any of your services before we say goodbye
0: here? Yeah, they can just reach out to me directly at Matt at RightSideUp.co if you have any questions on our services. And we do offer services outside of Amazon as well. Uh, Amazon's actually only about twenty percent of our overall agency. So Facebook, AdWords, whatever you need help with, feel free to reach out. And just look forward to talking with everyone at the live event.
1: Yeah, I do too. And if for those of you that didn't get that, that was Matt at RightSideUp.co. Is that right, Matt? That's correct. Cool. So, like I said, I was going to keep this short and sweet. We'll be able to get things answered. Uh, Sometimes Howie gets on here and asks some questions, but he's here in spirit. But let me just remind people how to get more information if they want to attend the first back, getting back to being live event. for the professor's mastermind. It's called the Elite Innovators Mastermind now. It'll be held October 4th and 5th in Las Vegas, Nevada. If you want more information on that, head on over to howardtie.com forward slash elite 2021. That's howardtie.com forward slash elite 2021. And Matt, thank you so much for joining us. I'm looking forward to seeing you in person, catching up and uh, hanging out, being able to go out a little bit, have some fun, let loose. I know there certainly will be a lot of secrets being shared at this one. Uh, We've got a lot to catch up on. So thanks so much for joining us.
0: Definitely, I'll see you. Welcome to The Professor's Podcast, where we discuss the best strategies to massively improve the reach and bottom line of your business in the current virtual and economic landscape. Your host Howard Tai generates over $5 billion for his clients annually using innovative tactics both on and off Amazon.